0: Hello, welcome to Soberish. This is a remote podcast, and I'm a little bit worried about the audio podcast. I am here with, I should have asked you, do you want to go by Lily on this? Yeah, that's fine.
1: I like yeah. to be incognito, so it's cool.
0: Yeah, everyone knows you as Lily in the <laughs> yeah. Soberish group. Uh, thank you for joining us.
1: Yay, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I like legit, got prepared for like a date. I like. Washed my hair with my good shampoo. I like took a bath with my good soap, like super. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. And you
0: have to look at this. (laughs) Just kidding. This is me dressed up. (laughs) No sweatpants. Um, All right. Well, I want to dig right in. I want to, um, you are a very active member of the soberish community. Um, You live in Denver. I do right in the mountains. Yep. Lacey tells me that at least uh, every three days forgetting that she's already, she's like, Lily lives in Denver. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just like three days ago. She, she lived there then too. Yep. Um. All right. Well, I usually start I'm a terrible interviewer. I'm uh awful at having guests on the podcast, but uh, I usually start by asking people's awakening story.
1: Yeah. So, um I grew up super religious. Um from the south. Everybody in the in the south is, you know, Christian or Baptist or whatever. Um, and so I went through these varying stages of Christianity where I, um, was a kid and didn't believe anything anyone told me and asked questions. And then they like snuffed me out and they were like, oh, just have faith. And so I didn't understand that, but okay, cool. I'll, I'll do that. Um, and then I got a little bit older and, you know, was raised Catholic for about 10 to 12 years. And then my parents are military. So we moved. We moved to North Carolina. And out of nowhere, my mom decides that we're going to be non-denominational. So uh, my first church experience was people running around shouting and screaming. And I was just standing there. So I'm really introverted anyway. Uh, People (laughs) moving around make me very nervous. But I'm 12. And I see all these people. They're fainting and I'm like, what's happening? And I was like, mom, what's going on? And she's like, oh, they're catching the Holy Ghost. I've never heard of this, mo- this monster before. What the fuck does that mean? Cool. Yeah. So anyway, get really into that and get older into my 20s. And now I'm full on the most religious judgmental bitch in the world. I put people <laughs> in hell. Like, oh, you're doing this one thing. You're going straight to hell. Um, And then I, I... I don't remember what the the catalyst was, but I got really, really deep into the Illuminati. I have no idea what happened. I, maybe I saw something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I, I was about 29, making 30. 30 is when I had my full fall off into the deepest rabbit hole of the Illuminati. Everything was a conspiracy. And so I was so deeply religious that I went the full opposite way that everything is the de- the devil. Everyone's a Luciferian.
0: <laughs> you listen wow. to
1: Beyonce, she's the fucking devil. She's got satanic spells and rituals. I mean, I was into it. I was so <laughs> deeply into it that I was scaring regular religious people. Um, <laughs> and they were like, oh, you're insane. I was like, bro, just because I'm paranoid, don't make it not true. So that's how I got yeah. started, like, into conspiracy <laughs> theories. Just all of it was so deep to me, right? And I'm like, yeah. I, I never learned any of this. You people have been lying to me, okay? Well, I, I moved to uh, Colorado uh, about five years ago, 2015 or so. Still really religious. And uh, I accidentally joined a cult. I think it was a cult. I didn't mean to. Um, um, hold and-
0: on. We're going to spend a little <laughs> bit more time on that. <laughs> So tell <laughs> like I tell stories. Anyway, then I <laughs> accidentally got married. So I
1: joined a cult. I w- I was out at um like you know in the park in Denver, some you know downtown somewhere. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a- and someone walks up to me and and they're like preachy, and they give me a pamphlet to read, and I was like, eh, no, the one true God. Okay, I got Jesus yeah. on my side. I don't need your person, whatever. But I got home, I read the pamphlet and I thought, oh, this is a great person to just argue with. I don't know. I was really argumentative at the time. I want to make you come (laughs) to my side. You're wrong because Jesus is the way and the truth. Okay? yeah. Fuck me. So I I call this this uh, this lady and she comes right over. Mexican lady. She comes right over. She wants to talk. We start talking, and then she starts actually telling me some really some truth bombs, showing me things in the Bible. Okay, so I start going to this church, it's a Korean church where they believe that Jesus Christ has come back in the form of a Korean person. All right, wow, and they were really nice, they weren't like you know, like pushy, uh, as far as like. Like, I, I joined the cult, and so they're pushy in that way, but, like, um they, they were they were so nice, you didn't realize what it was. And so right. then you'd have to go to church every day. So she would come and pick me up, take the kids, they'd feed us. But you'd have to pray in Korean. And I don't fucking know Korean. What the fuck am I talking about? I don't know, so now I'm Googling shit. well <laughs> <laughs> Well, the straw was, was that one day... I had worked two jobs. I was in school. I was tired. And she's calling me. She's like, "Hey, I'm coming to pick you up." I was like, "Nah, fuck off right now. I'm tired." Right? She's like, "No, I'm gonna come and get you. You need to come to church." So no, I'm tired. (laughs) I don't want to do this today. Well, she was so pushy, and so like, if you're if you're if you're slightly pushy, I can't I can't push you off. But super pushy puts flags up for me. So she was so fucking pushy that it pissed me off. And I just cursed her out. I was like, fuck off, bitch. Get off my phone. Like, I don't want to go. And then something clicked in me. And I was like, I think this was a cult. Like, they would call me every day. And i come to my house. And I would be, like, looking out of my window because they wouldn't leave me alone. I had to, I had to have people like my next door neighbor. I was like, if this lady comes back, tell her I moved. She was like, okay. And so I'd have someone tell them I don't live there anymore. Well, that pissed me off so bad that I just decided nothing is real. Okay. Fuck all of it. Right. You, you, everyone has been lying to me all my life. It bothers me. So I stopped believing in everything. And then, um, so no one could tell me anything about anything. There's oh, gee, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't talk to me about him. Well, I'm gonna pray for you. You better not. You better fucking <laughs> not pray for me. I take high offense to that. So, um, what about start, the Illuminati? Are you not believing in the Illuminati uh, at this point anymore either? You know what? I've I'm I'm balanced out now. I healthily okay. believe that they probably exist, um, and they're probably running a lot of shit, right? Yeah. But they're not coming for me and my soul anymore that I don't, I don't think so. So I'm I'm not hugely um, on top of it anymore. I used to watch Mark Dice on YouTube. I mean, I was deep, deep. Yeah. I would be, I would have all kinds of screens up. i would be looking at the different signs, Baphomet and Rihanna with the umbrella. I mean, I was everywhere. Um, I'll be sending articles to people. They would like not even open them. (laughs) 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 Like, stop sending me this. What is this? This is your soul. I am here to save you. <laughs> I had to save everybody. Now I don't give a shit. You believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. I don't care. Yep. But I took this quiz. I love taking quizzes. I was at work one day. I was bored out of my fucking mind. And I took a quiz on what do I believe? It was the longest quiz ever. It was like 100, 200 questions. And I was just able to just choose so many different options. And it told me at the end that I was Wiccan. And I was like, oh, oh, that's, that's strange. Okay. So then of course, rabbit hole down, I go straight to Google, start Googling Wiccan. What is the fuck is the Wiccan? I know it's witches, <laughs> right? But 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 what, what is it? So I'm Googling and I'm Googling and I start, fe- and I, I'm reading all this information. And I'm like, holy shit. I really I I might be because I actually believe a lot of the stuff that that their true, you know, beliefs are duality. I don't believe in, you know, one thing more than the other, you know, male and female, feminine and masculine in each. We all have that. Um, Right. uh, I I i strongly hate when when someone's like, oh, the father. Well, why is he why is he in charge? In my family, my mama was in charge. My dad didn't have nothing to say except here's something to, you need money. My mom, I strongly matriarchal um, family. My grandmother was in charge, even me and my family. My husband, you know, just defers everything to me. So it's really hard for me to be like this patriarchal father thing. Um, And Wiccan really helped me to believe and to understand what I truly truly believe in is just a duality. It's just equal balance it, between everyone. Um and so that's how I and then I just started doing all this uh research on the different Yoruban goddesses and gods and 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 all these other things. You have to choose a a, a goddess and um so I, I did that and um that's where I am now.
0: I love it. How long is it? When was it? When did you take this quiz? I want to say it was probably 2017. So about three
1: years ago um, Okay, that I've been really trying to integrate, you know, the wickedness into my life. I'm not I'm not fully as into it like I was into Christianity, like just so deep into it. But, um, you know, I, I'm just slowly just trying if I if I believe it. If when I hear it, it it like sits well, then it's something I know that right. I believe, right? But if it's something that like, all right. oh, my flags go off when I hear it, I, I go immediately. Oh, that's, that's not true. It's just because it just doesn't yeah. feel true. So
0: that is so much right now, as we are hopping from timeline to timeline to timeline, it is so... Um, We were just talking about this this morning, how, how COVID was this pandemic that was killing everyone and it was on surfaces and you could catch it from asymptomatic people and everyone was living in that reality. And now they're, they're, they're walking back all of this stuff and they're like, it's not actually this thing. And people are saying like, I don't know what to believe or we were wrong. And it's like, we have to get used to this. Like we are hopping from timeline to timeline and we have to kind of start to approach reality as what timeline am I, m- I am on today. What am I going to point my perception at today? You can live in a reality where the Illuminati is out to, is out to get you um, if you want. And it will be true. Like you'll get uh-huh. chased by people and shit. Like uh-huh. I've, I've hopped on to like conspiratorial timelines where the reptilians were after me. I mean, I was high as <laughs> shit, But uh, I had those experiences. I had weird interactions with agents, you know, and um, because every reality is available to us. And that's why that like trust your gut. And that's why I keep trying to tell people like, you know, Soberish is a curated uh, combination of things that resonate with me and messages that I get. And it's a fun ride to come on if it, if it resonates, like if you're on the same path as me for a little bit tight, if not, like like, you know, diverge, maybe we'll meet up again at some point. It's not, we don't have to fight about it. Cause I'm just speaking from the experience that I'm having. And, um, that discernment is so key though, because I think there's truth in every single belief system, including mm-hmm. Christianity, but you have to, we have to be able to take it like what feels right. What feels true.
1: Yeah. So I don't, I don't hate the idea of Christianity. Um, I mean, that would be ridiculous. It, it, it's the idea of it is fine. I think what what, what really triggers me is um, when I had decided that I, I was deeply into the Illuminati or that I didn't believe in Jesus Christ anymore, everyone that I knew literally decided I was atheist out of nowhere. They're just like, oh, you don't believe in God. And I'm like, well, I, I feel like I didn't say any of those words. Um, yeah. And, and so even my husband, until I literally had to just sit him down and be like, stop telling people I don't believe in God, because I never said that. I have a goddess. I have a God. Um, Jesus Christ doesn't resonate with me anymore, but also because of his name. So it's the name. Yeah, Jesus Christ which wouldn't have been his name. And since I'm all about this truth thing, I have to live in the truth. So if you're starting to talk to me about, oh, this person that you believe of Yeshua, oh, I can vibe him. I dig that. Or it's just the the pushiness of it. You never have anyone else in any other religions that will force you to be what they believe. If they're right. Muslim, they believe in Allah. If you vibe it, cool. Buddhist and other, you know, whatever else religions there are, right? They just believe what they believe, and you can or can't. It doesn't matter. Christian Christian people are the only people that fucking leave where they live to go some goddamn where else to make you believe (laughs) their shit. How arrogant and obtuse do you have to be to walk up to somebody and say what you believe is wrong? My God is the only one, like. Yeah. How ridiculous could you sound to like someone not from here? Like, okay, yeah. everything you ever believed is just super
0: wrong. Oh, God, um, it's so gross. I was the worst, also. Me, the too. Worst. <laughs> I, I know, Fre- me, too. I wanted to be a street preacher, so I, was, I just loved. We get up on Saturday morning, we're just, like, yelling the hope of Christ into a homeless person's face. Oh, God. <laughs> I went up to Tanya Harding at a skating oh, rink, like, two years after all that shit happened, I think. And I was like, are you a Christian? I was, and I was mouthy, you know, because it was just this like. Um, and she said, I go to church. And I was like, well, you can go to a chicken coop. It doesn't make you a chicken. <laughs> 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 I'm lucky I have my kneecaps. Um, oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do, like, like, I'm on skates just running my mouth. Just 15-year-old Christian Jessa, insufferable. Insustible. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, that's my only like and and controversial coming up right now. Black people who believe in Jesus Christ. I can't. I don't understand. Not because I don't understand that you want to feel with some you feel this connection to someone else who's all about love. Right. I, right. I, I get that. That's deep. I love it. But the, it's, the, it's the, the, the cognitive dissonance of it. It's like, we weren't, we weren't ever supposed to be Christians. And then we yeah. were forced to be Christians and we were beaten into it. And so it just, it feels like, why would you continue to um, try to put yourself in a box just because this is what you were told? You know, I yeah. hate to be told what to do. I, I, this is like, it, it, it's infuriating. I think like, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to believe. Give me the information like that lady did. I look at it. And then if I was like, Oh, cool. Yeah. I do. I do want to talk to you about it now instead of you must, or you're going to the hellfire. Why would I want to be with your God? He's putting me in hell. He's trying he to kill good- me. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh no. Everything you do is fucking wrong in
0: Christianity. Absolutely not. Come to with
1: Do what you want. I didn't (laughs)
0: like Christianity. I got down with Jesus, but I felt like like I got saved. I had one of those supernatural experiences, but that's all I was looking for was a supernatural experience. I had it. Could have been because I was on acid. Who knows? Um, when I went to this like this youth night, I was like had, was a little bit tripping, but I got slain in the spirit. I spoke in tongues. And uh the tongues that I spoke in at church is that Russian language that I talk to the aliens in. It is the same, it is the same thing. I don't know what the fuck. Light language. But uh then I the whole time though, I was like, I'm here for the miracles. What's up with the like the raising the dead and the bringing the like healing the sick, and like, let's get rid of poverty. Like, I was still pretty similar to how I am now. It's like, what about the revolution? But my, I pick up on patterns pretty quick. And I was like, oh, okay, we have this big emotional thing with the music. And then we talk about revival, revival is always happening somewhere else. You know what I mean? We're always hearing stories about how they're having a revival in Atlanta. They're having a revival in these other countries. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. And then years go by. It doesn't come. We are like, uh, it's a prosperity church. So a lot of people getting really rich. You know what I mean? And I could even like put that out of my head, but I was just like, uh, where's the magic? And then uh, everything magic was demonic, you know? And, um, then I met a prophetess. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast, but I met a prophetess from another church and we called that church super spiritual. Cause they did too much like su- mat- supernatural shit, which mm-hmm. was like what I wanted. I should have just went to that church, but I had married into this one. And, um, she, she told me I was dropping my kid off at a at childcare and she was there at a friend's house. And she said, oh, you are going to be used in the end times. You have the gift of discernment. You're going to be able to cut through the crap. You're going to see everything that's not true. Uh, she she nailed all this stuff about my mom. She's like, you're sitting in sathcloth and putting ashes on your head over your childhood. You have to like process that. Don't be afraid of your husband's weaknesses. Like My husband had cheated on me the night before. I didn't even know yet. Um... But she was like, in the end times, you're gonna have you're gonna be able to see everything for exactly what it is, and you're gonna be used by God, whatever. She also said that I was gonna figure out the key to marriage and all the all the shit that is like got it, right? Almost she like activates me in a way that at the time I was doing this like teenager prison ministry. Okay. Where I would go in and like and like minister to kids and teenagers. I had like a rough like childhood up to that point. I think I'm like 18. I was like a teen mom ministry and stuff like this, but my heart was always in you know, uh my side of the tracks. And so, I'm doing this teenage uh prison ministry and I start getting like I guess in Christianity we would call that like getting words for people, you know? But I started being able to see people's trauma. I was giving them readings. I didn't know what that meant back then, but I was like I could see what was happening to people and I was like, "Oh, this is about what your mother did and I, they wouldn't be talking about their mom and I'd be like, and I could like unpack their trauma. The church finds out about it. I'm doing it for like months and it's like changing people's lives. The church finds out I'm doing it. They call me an uncovered woman because I didn't have a man running it for me Mm -hmm. and told me I had to stop. And so it wasn't long after that, that I was like, I don't think this is my, uh, and I I had been like gaslit into being uh, I had a lot of internalized misogyny until, you know, the last few years I learned like how much of my I am cool. I'm not a girl's girl shit was just like hating my own femininity. So I think, and I bought into that like submission thing, even though I was terrible at it, you know, I was like, Same. Oh, he's in charge of me, <laughs> you know, but I was just awful at it. Cause I was like, hold on. <laughs> what do you mean? I would let you be in charge of this if you were good at it, but I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel you. I think that the Bible though has a bunch of like hidden ascension stuff in it.
1: I think revelation which I got really obsessed with Revelation in high school. I was reading the Left Behind series; it's like my favorite thing ever. I was yeah. getting them for Christmas. Like people were buying me the series and everything. And so I read a lot of um, Revelation. Really spoke to me because it was like, oh, this is something I can see. I could verify because it's in the future, right? Yeah. All that other shit I like, I like didn't get. Like, oh, the 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 sea open. Like I I just like couldn't really? Yeah. So seriously. So like I go to church and people would be speaking tongues and I never did. And so I always thought, well, I'm just not chosen. Clearly I'm not chosen, which is why I can't speak tongues. And if I don't learn how to speak tongues before the end of times, I'm done for. But revelation always really spoke to me. Um, And so even now, in my triggeredness, I'll have these moments where I'm like, "Oh, I remember reading about this." I still don't know how much I truly believe the Bible is real. Like I'm I'm kind of like really lukewarm on it, right? right like I, right. I I really do believe that someone who was like you or or just but way back then, they just had these 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 visions and so they wrote it down. Um and then we we just took it and ran with it. Or, or maybe it is from somewhere else, right? And and all of this is true, but we just when we translated it, we fucked it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I I don't the Bible doesn't bother me too much. Like, okay, I don't like it when people quote Bible quotes to me though. Like, don't talk talk to me about Matthew and Jesus and all this. Because Matthew, two thousand yes. years ago. <laughs> John, yeah, <laughs> really? How European? You know, like really? Yeah, man. Why didn't you name him Jason? What the fuck? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but just you know, those those things that are the things that will, like jump out and remind me. Like, come on. Yeah. But there are some things that you can find in the Bible that are soul searching. They help if you you believe they're, they're spells. Yeah, they're spells. Yeah and 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 you can use them for good, you can use them for bad. I mean, goddamn, they used the Bible in slavery and they found a way to make <sighs> that shit make sense. Yeah, they found a way. So, you know, the Bible I I need the Bible in its full entirety. That would make me feel better. The fact that there are missing books in it bothers me because I I was lied to as a child. My parents lied to me. You know, I just, this, a lie bothers me so much when someone tells me a lie and you didn't have to lie. I don't care. You could tell me anything under the sun. It could hurt, but I would rather you just tell me the fucking truth. Just tell me the truth. Let me process it. I'm probably not even going to do what you think I'm going to do. And just let me hear it. But it's the lie that really, really hurts because you yeah. didn't even trust me enough to be what sane enough to react to your truth so when 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 people are just talking about the bible and and they've got all these missing things and it's all been translated and it's it's different and so you know, I don't like it when people talk to me about the Bible, but revelation really does sit with me, yeah, it makes some really good like. Key points of of what we assume the end of the world is going to be, but I thought two thousand when I graduated, the world was going to end, and I waited, and nothing happened. So, huh?
0: Yeah. I, I feel in, like we're in it now. Probably I think apocalypse <laughs> means like unveiling or something, and it is just this awakening where, um, on my other podcast. I was like, five D is here. And now the government will collapse. And he was like, the government's not going to collapse. Jessa. So the elite run the world. And I was like, listen, when we get done installing five D, uh, everyone will be able to see the truth. You will not be able to hide the truth. You will not be able to do things behind closed doors anymore. Everyone will. It's judgment day. Everyone will have to wow. come forward because you can see the energy exchange. And when that day comes, the true power of this planet is going to say, whoa, 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 I'm the power on this planet. And you've tricked me into being a battery for your bullshit. I'll be taking my throne back now. And then that's it. And I was like, made it sound very simple, but look at it right now. Like full on. The in, fuck like- it's not going to happen in a couple of years. Look how much has been done in three weeks. We lived in a completely different fucking reality. Three weeks ago. And the reason is, is that people woke up and went, wait, what the fuck are you in charge for? I'll just take this back. You know, this was a, you're stealing my energy, but that's only because I'm like, yeah. And I just, I'm not going to give it anymore. And I'm at the point right now where I'm like, these protests could potentially just go until we have completely rewritten the entire thing. I think they will. Yeah, I think we the
1: people, we the people and it's not just black people. It's everyone. You are either for us or against us. There is no more in between anymore. I've been telling people this all the time. There's no more in between. You're either for us or against us. And until some shit changes, we're going to we're going to fuck this shit up until you do something. And we're not going to take your, your platitudes. And, you know, they were in the kente cloths and us shit on CNN. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like God. all the white people in the African, I couldn't stop laughing. I, was, I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. I could not stop laughing. Like, oh, wow, you guys, you guys are really trying. It's so cute.
0: But I just like, did they Google? No. I So I read it- there no advisor. I'm just... There's so much cringy shit that I am just like, there's a lot of like good people learning. There's a lot of triggered people. I have space for all that. But then some of the stuff, when they came out, dress, I was just like, what the fuck? Huh. <laughs> have I read you guys an article. considered
1: making laws? <laughs> so, so I read an article and apparently, whoever runs black people told them they could, they could, they could do that. I'm not sure. They didn't ask us. They didn't ask. Ooh. They didn't. They didn't send out a memo like, "Is it okay for these white people to wear all this stuff?" No one agreed. They just did, and I guess they said they'd rather do it and ask for, you know, forgiveness at the end than permission. Because I, oh my god, have you seen the meme where it's the, um, where it's like someone saying, "Mom, I have my friend yeah. coming over for dinner." The African American yeah. they show up, <laughs> me up. I don't know. I I feel like even even though it's cringy. They tried it. It wouldn't have been what I would have wanted them to do, but the fact that a week ago, would you would you have imagined them it, all, everyone in kente scarves? Like, no, I I would have never have even said that that was something that they would even do. Yeah. So it was really, I appreciate the effort. A for effort. You missed the mark, but. I do appreciate you trying, right? I tr- I appreciate you try. I want you to try more. Um, don't stop there. I hope that's not the end. Of what, <laughs> hope that we don't end just with these pictures of all these white people kneeling down, which is also weird because George Floyd died by a knee. Why are we kneeling? But that's a whole nother, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole Ooh, nother yeah. thing.
0: <laughs> I feel like, um, uh, it had like the awakening around this is remarkable and so fast and so fast and um, it's easy to get exasperated by clumsy attempts at being an ally. There are a ton of people like um, I talked about on the on the last episode. There were you know everyone was like calling their black friends and saying, what do I do and stuff? And that's all cringy. And, uh, you know, uh, but the vibe just from two years ago where the, the news would be like searching for uh, his criminal record to try to turn that around. But like, that's all gone. That narrative has gone. And it's like, okay. So the gaslighting at least, like we're moving past the gaslighting. We're awake enough that like white people are starting to take accountable and a lot of accountability or like wake up and realize, you know, and do research and start to learn things. So like there is a huge, massive awakening happening that does have a lot of like cringy, uh, ridiculous aspects to it. But you can't deny that there was a massive shift in consciousness in such a short period of time um and this is it like to me this is the flip like I, the aliens kind of showed me like this this like kind of flip gets switched and then the power just just shifts like the poles shift yeah. and everything that is the dot. i just keep getting every time i talk about that goosebumps and the power of the planet goes back to this kind of natural, intuitive, feminine, uh, and it comes out of this thing that Christianity really was, not to go back and harp on that, but Christianity was the mechanism of unconsciousness on this planet it like represented unconsciousness and as christianity has lost its stronghold and people start to get in touch with their true authentic power and connection to spirit and gods and goddesses and energy in the earth like you're not going to be able to stop that like the government is a pu- like a tiny tiny thing compared to that like god and goddess energy and you can yeah. just see it in what's happening in society
1: Yeah, well, I want to say to all the white people listening out there um, I don't think it's cringe, it's cringy for you to be stumbling. I appreciate I, I've had several long conversations where someone was just DMing me constantly and I, I'm um, and just asking me. She, and she was really argumentative at the beginning, um, but I'm a really open person. So if you're not offensive to me necessarily, then I'm really open and explaining a lot of things that you don't understand. It's fine. Um, so I just want to say that if you're stumbling, you're fucking up, you're saying shit, you, you're trying, um, keep trying. Because yeah. it, the, 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 the problem is not that you stumble when you're trying, because we all do, right? When I was learning a little, a little when I went down my hole, I'm talking about I was just saying all kind of shit. Um, you know, you're a baby. You're stumbling. We get it. You're waking up. It's, it's the understanding that all we want is to be seen. Yeah. That's it. Once you once you can see that it's not a one thing fix all for whatever this problem is, it's 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 deep. It's there are roots to it. And if you start unlocking that and you just start saying, oh, holy shit, I didn't know that Um, I'm I'm here, we're here. There are there are some factions of black people who are like, um, I'm not going to answer your questions. You can go do this research on your own. I used to be like that because I did this research. This is not things I knew. Right. Yeah. This is, a lot of stuff I know is not because I was necessarily taught because I went to I was I grew up predominantly white. Okay, so I had a lot of internal racial issues and it wasn't until I left my my little hometown that I realized race was still a thing. I didn't even know that racism exists. And that's for me. There are some there are some real key points I can point to where I go. Oh, but it wasn't like something that was just overwhelming where it affected my entire life until I moved back to Louisiana. And people still live in white side and black side of town and you can't cross the tracks because what the fuck are you doing over there? You selling drugs? No. What do I look like? I what? Right. So. So. But. It was the fact that the craziest thing in undergrad, I had a white teacher. In my minority groups class, I swear he hated white people, he had to. I thought. I think he thought he was black. And he would go <laughs> off a hundred students, probably four black people in my whole class. And this was the summer that Trayvon Martin got murdered. And people left, walked out of the class because he was so vocal and he taught me so many things. And I would just ask him and I would say, I can't believe I didn't know this. And he would be like, I can't believe you didn't know it either and and we would have these long conversations, and he would send me articles of and 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 he taught me so much so it's not it's not a like um it's a white guy taught me my history that's a, yeah. that's that's amazing to me and yeah. and and everything I know is because i he gave me the the knowledge to want to go and find out more things, so I would go. So you've got people who are like, well, I shouldn't have to teach you. You can go and look. But I, that's that doesn't that that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because you don't know what you don't know. You don't even know where to start. Yeah. You you can't just be like, well, I'm just going to go research black history and start where? What would you even what would you even look at? You would not even know. And then you're reading the things. And do you even believe it? Because what where do you have to who do you have to even start from? Um, so again i I just say that i I welcome questions. I welcome people saying, "I didn't know that. What else do you have? I got loads of shit i can I can bombard y'all with nothing but fucking links. I got gotcha. you got links for days shit shit you you'd never even believed your government did, and all we want is for people to come on over and and say. It's not black and white anymore, it's us and them. It is a you froze up on me,
0: yeah, yeah, still there? Sorry, okay. that. Yep.
1: yeah it's it's it is there there is a black and white thing, but I don't want someone to be like well i I don't see your color brother." the most offensive shit. don't yeah. you ever tell me you don't see my color, I want you to see me because it is who I am, but I don't want you to see my color as something negative. And all the negative stereotypes that you ever heard of, you see me, and then you think, oh, well, ghetto, Bl-, you know, whatever, black trash or fucking loud, or I don't know, what else? Black angry, black angry black woman, or whatever the fuck. I can't even get angry sometimes because people will be like, oh my gosh, Alicia got upset. And now I have to fucking calm down and say, oh, you're safe, guys. I'm not yeah. going to do anything. I'm not the one that's going to shoot your shit up anyway. You better go talk I, to Jeremy yeah. over there or whatever the fuck. He's probably <laughs> sitting over there fucking pissed off and about to go get his fucking gun. And me, I'm just upset at some normal people's shit, you know. But yeah. we are making a change. I've never felt more happy to be alive I than that. I am right now because it is such a... I mean, I've got people who Two weeks ago, were were would be arguing with me, and now they're like, "I'm sorry, I I didn't know, I didn't. What what else can I I tell me more? Tell me more." And I'm like, "Cool, bro, what you want?
0: I love it. I can't get back." Pa- <laughs> sorry, every time we come to this part in the conversation, I cry. Um, fucking Pisces. That's the part where it's like, okay, so it's uh we're all learning and it's painful and um but like if if you feel I, I said this on the live, I think, the other day. Uh if you're feeling overwhelmed, white people, by the amount of work that we have to do to make this right and to clear this energy and to uh, learn and educate ourselves. And the guilt is heavy and the, and the, the ancestral stuff is coming up and it's heavy and you need a break from that. Take a moment and go watch the moment that people of color are having. Go watch this, like, imagine finally being seen for the first time in your life. Imagine finally people waking up Living in a reality where you are gaslit every day and told that your reality isn't true and having to be afraid for your lives and afraid for your children's lives and having people told that it's it's your fault and then uh, uh, I could go on all day and then imagine to have the, the collective wake up from that dream all at once. And while that can feel like... Uh, it is very painful for the white collective to wake up. And I tried to warn everyone this was coming when I was like, imagine waking up and realizing you were the one raping. You were the one doing the pillaging. I tried to like hint to the fact that this was coming with answer for your ancestors. But if you need a break from the heaviness of it, just go watch what, what this is doing for people who've been living in this nightmare their entire lives, who've had, uh, Uh, parents and grandparents and great grandparents die without ever getting to see this day and just be in that moment, watching their moment for a minute and know that, like, the work that we're doing, we're not giving this to anybody, you know, we're not anybody's saviors, we're just doing what the fuck we should have done, we're returning the things that we've taken. But, like, uh, every time I sit in that moment for a second, I'm like, I am fucking grateful to be here right now. I'm grateful to be on this planet. I'm grateful to get to be one of the people to hand these things back that we stole. Um, and it's so like the plant, like, cause I, it, I never been, uh, quiet about the fact that I don't resonate with love and light, fucking toxic, positive bullshit. But, um, can't we just have peace is like never going to happen. When the scales are like this, no, we're never going to have peace. Like, this is painful. This is, so's labor. But, like, this is how we get there. Yeah. I wanted to give, oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, just, I just wanted to just say, like, I know the awakening is happening because I saw it in my mom. And my mom, very conservative. And back when, you know, uh, in 2000, when Bush was a thing, Bush... You, you didn't vote for Bush because of race. You voted for Bush because of class. So my parents were very conservative they They have money. Um, and so she and I got into a huge, big, stupid fucking fight. Like, what the fuck? Why would you vote for him? He can't spell. He's holding shit upside down. What's wrong with you? Anyway, um, this t- two week when when the protests started, um, I, my mom asked me, I dropped the kids off to my mom in Colorado Springs and, and she asked me, what was I doing tomorrow? And, and, and I almost lied because I, I just, I know my mom, I just know her. So I almost made up something, right? But then something just was like, nah, just, just stand in your truth. I don't know what ancestor came through and gave me that strength. Um, <laughs> cause my mom's a Scorpio, I'm a Pisces. That is, she is all the time, just just poking at me, you know. So uh I just told her I was like, well. I, I think I'm going to go protest. And what I thought she was going to say was, oh, that's so dangerous. And, you know, that she's so prissy and everything. And and she was like, oh, that's a great idea. And I almost I was like, you agree? that's never happened before. I'm almost 40. You never agree with anything. And, but I just was able to, ju- and she just was like, yeah, I mean, be safe. And I was like, yeah, well, obviously she's like, well, I mean, what, what, what makes you want to do that? And I was like, because ever since I was a kid and when I found out about the black Panthers, I wished I was a black Panther. And I, I literally can't believe that I have this moment in my life where I can be a part of something that, that, it's small part. Even I don't have to be in anybody's books, but I can be a part of something. And, and she supported me and she said, well, that sounds great. I mean, you just sound like you have something on your heart to say. And I was like, I, yeah. And then she took my kids to a protest.
0: Oh, that's right. How was that?
1: They had a fucking blast, dude. Like I I was so shocked. My my thirteen year old just texts me out of nowhere, and she's like, "Grandmother's gonna take us to a protest." And I almost dropped my phone because I was trying to text back so fast. Like, do you, protest? Like, what do you mean? Like, what, what what are you sure you're using the right word? I, you know, what are you talking about? She's like, <laughs> yeah. She's going to take us to a protest. She said if it's, you know, uh, not too you know, if it's, she's going to drive by, I've got a five-year-old. So she was taking her to something. So she drove by the protest to verify it, whatever, make sure it's peaceful. She took them. They got to chant. Um, oh. They got to, like, listen to people stand up on the stage and and just tell stories. And, and I talked to my mom after, and I was like, how was it? And she was like, it was great. I'm so happy that I got to be a part of that. And I'm very happy that I got to take my grandkids to this. Like, it was like a, it's three generations we're talking about that of like, like, oh my God, you're going to make me cry. Like, just so much pride. I could, I can't, the pride that I felt that my kids got to participate in something that they've been out. Out of nowhere, very vocal about. I don't know where they came from with it. They just decided all of a sudden they care about shit. And, you know, so it, it, it I'm mind blowing right now. Also mind blowing because when I had the kids, I didn't think that this was going to be a thing we'd still have, we'd have to be protesting. um, But here we are. Fuck it. Yeah. Here we are. Let's do it let's do it. So amazing. Amazing. I mean, yes, we're in the birth right now. And it's hard and it's painful. And a lot of people are fighting this shit. Um, but after the birth, it's going to feel much better for everyone. Even the people who are fighting it, they're helping us and they don't even know it. I don't right. even think they mean to, but they're helping. They're burning their own shit and they're trying to blame it on us, but we don't we see it. We see you. Right. This is we the fucking thing, the see thing, you. There
0: are cameras. <laughs> the 5D thing that I can't get over. Um oh, geez. Jeez, 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 Uh I have damn it. Okay, never mind. Whoo! I have a like a light therapy lamp here. Uh, that I was going to use as a regular lamp, but I just blinded myself and said, the thing that I can't get over with the 5D thing where it was like, everything will be revealed. You won't be able to lie. It's like these cops are on camera. The entire world is watching. They're launching 75 year old white men to the ground. They're kicking women in the face. Like they cannot stop exposing themselves for what they are. They are facilitating their own collapse. Jessa, when I saw that little man get
1: walloped to the ground (laughs) and you could hear his head crack, I thought, I thought my brain cracked because first of all, he's old. He's 75. Oh my gosh, he's so adorable. He's just trying to talk to you and you just threw him to the ground and cracked his head open. But I said to my husband, I said, uh, <laughs> they're showing this white old white man getting thrown on this on CNN. White people about to fuck up some shit because yeah. because before you know they could you could come up with all sorts of reasons as to why black people were being brutalized. I mean, you, your cognitive dissonance will just come up with reasons. Well, he should have done this and he shouldn't have done that, and no one could understand that. You know, none of that shit fucking matters if you're going out with the purpose of hurting someone. Like it doesn't matter what I do, it doesn't right. matter who I am. You, you you see me and you see threat, but what threat? And then, and then your president. i <laughs> tweet, i you, oh, tweet, your, your pres, your president, your president really fucking he's he's solidified some shit that. I don't think he meant, I don't, I think he's just so blind. He doesn't even realize. And he's calling this man an Antifa. And I don't know what the fuck that shit is, but uh, (laughs) uh, he's calling calling him a freaking terrorist and and said he was scanning, scanning the police. Okay, guy. So now (laughs) you're really stretching some shit that people are not going to be able to get over. You just threw my grandpa to the ground in my head. Like you just threw someone's grandpa to the ground. And you walked past him. I watched a girl. She got she got lifted like she was in fucking Mortal Kombat into the air, cracked her head, watched her interview last night. She's terrified to go back. These are not black people that are being harmed.
0: No. I don't uh I don't share uh police violence against black people in any of my feeds because it feels like like unnecessarily re-traumatizing, but I've been like My Twitter feed is almost a near constant videos of police fucking up white people for the last two. Like it's, it's, and they don't give a fuck. There's so many people have lost their eyes. We're going to have a shit ton of people with eye patches or just shooting and the press. 300 press. Like you're not helping.
1: We're, we're protesting against your violence. So you, you decide to show us, Oh, you think we were violent. Okay, yeah. cool. So that's why I say it it started off as black black lives matter, you know, and 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 white cops and and all that other shit, right? It started off as that, but it is beyond simply black lives mattering at this point. It it's obviously it's just do any does anybody matter to you to y'all cuz cuz y'all really fucking up some shit around here and y'all are helping you've got people who are full on staunch staunch Trump supporters who are like oh you bringing the military on your own people on their own soil they're they're leaving they they can't even they can't even anymore they can't yeah. even try to can because the, you're doing you're You're fucking up shit. People across the world are watching this and it's really amazing. It's it's really bad that we had to come to here. But um, the apex of it is we're we're done. And this is going to go until until some shit changes. And if it doesn't change, then your people are going to burn your shit down anyway and blame it on us. And that's cool. That's cool, too. I'm um, I'm I'm a staunch supporter and I know this is gonna be very awful, but burn that shit down. It's not ours. But on the
0: other side, it's also not us burning anything. Yeah. Protesters aren't burning shit. Well, this was the thing that was interesting is because it's like a known and if you've hung out in conspiracy thir- circles, this is even conspiracy that the the CIA gets involved. Oh yeah, and and sends, send, yeah, and does this stuff, but that like came and went. That, like, they, like, did that, and then they set a curfew. And I think historically, I don't know anything about history. I only know, like, energy. But, like, when that didn't work and everybody was like, okay, just more of us will come out, you know. I feel like, for the most part, that has come and went, and it's just, like, the protests. And then they're like, okay, we'll give you this. And we're like, okay, now this, now this, now this. I'm like, oh, shit, we could just gut this entire, which is how I saw it. I did see, like, a complete collapse in a very short period of time because you cannot hide things. You cannot gaslight anymore. You cannot lie. You cannot manipulate. None of those things are working anymore. So, you know, I think that's why the cops are acting so crazy is 10 years ago, they would have, just vilified their victims and then been like, we're good. And even if, 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 you know, people came out and protested, they would have had to act right, but they like, can't act right. They like cannot stop being violent for five seconds because they're being forced to be, um, hold on one second, Lacey. Lacey, Lacey. Sorry. I'm recording a podcast. Sorry. Um, they can't, they have to be what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like 5D just doesn't allow you to pretend anymore. So they can't just run a PR campaign and then go back to whatever. They have yeah. to be honest. It's, it absolutely took take, took the sheets off of them. Yeah, you can't even I love it. it. <laughs> like, they're exposed completely. I love it. Um, I uh, There was something else I wanted to talk about. I wanted, to, like, a conversation that we had at one point about, um, like where we all find balance in these spiritual communities where we all resonate on, let's say ascension, but we're all coming at it from different angles. Right. And I don't want to be the leader. Like, I don't want to be the boss of anybody. I just believe in autonomy. I don't want to be the boss. I'm not trying to lead a cult. I'll lead as and I'll go like, as far as like manifesting reality, I'll test things out and then come and report back. But like, I don't want to be anyone's authority. And so we had had a conversation in the soberish Facebook group about uh a lot of people believe in this like qAnon thing who are into ascension at the same time it's very strange to me that qAnon uses 5D and everything else it's interesting interesting in the way that uh like uh flat earth to me is interesting i go oh okay huh cool you know i not for me but i you know uh it is fascinating to me that because i just like um, Trump to me just seems like the most obvious like textbook, nar- like just narcissist and not even like, you know, just textbook narcissist, like the bruised ego. And then he has to do things to prove like empty, like whatever. And that's fine. I believe he was a necessity because we needed just an absolute mess to like. Turn the the government into a satire thing so that we could tear it down. So, like, I believe he was a necessity. I think a lot of people had to be in pain as a result of that. I felt like he brought racism out of the darkness. Yeah. He didn't create racists. He gave he emboldened them, which painful, but it brought us to this boiling point. He made them think that they had a space to talk and be open. And now we're like, okay, cool. Well, now we know where you are. So why don't you come all the way out of that space and we're going to handle this now. Um, But, but uh, there are some people who believe that uh, he is draining the swamp and that there, that he is some 5d hero, (laughs) of some, I don't know that much about and I don't like to make fun of other people's beliefs you know because I definitely I believe that you know I'm half reptilian so I mean I definitely don't want to uh judge anyone else's beliefs and so when I would see QAnon stuff in the group which a lot of people associate with the great awakening and a lot of it's mixed up in 5d stuff like a lot of it is like um jeez a lot of it is like uh you know, they believe in the solar, the solar flash and also Trump, um, overthrowing the Illuminati or whatever. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. Um, so I really felt kind of like in the, in the group when I would see those posts, there's just a bunch of stuff I see that I'm like, man, not for me. And I just don't engage with it. And, um, I hadn't really considered that that was like kind of coming from a place of privilege that there wasn't like, that's not triggering for me, but that's because I'm in a position where I don't, uh, you know, I'm, I'm privileged to be able to say like, uh, Trump doesn't trigger me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we had an interesting conversation about where, where do we draw that line for, uh, you know, people of color who have had trauma as a result of this person.
1: Yeah. You know, it's strange that, that day, I don't know what feelings I was, (laughs) I was in, but I had just, the QAnon stuff didn't bother me because I didn't know what the fuck it was. And then when I started, seeing it and someone told me what it was. I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? Is am I reading this wrong? What is Q and like is this about anonymous? Like I thought it was about that, you know, the the hacker group. Yeah. I'm I'm totally down with them. Like, yes, I'm on board. Tell tell me more. And then someone told me and I was like, pause. I didn't (laughs) (laughs) What? I Trump? So I got really triggered because in the 3D, uh, Trump is not he's not safe for me or 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 he's not safe for you. He's not safe for us. Yeah. Anyone, except for people who, privileged white men. That's who right. he's for. So when I just kept seeing it, there's pushing this narrative. That Trump is the savior, and it's like, in in what world, in whose world? Because he said some really fucking awful shit. And if you take fuck it, take the racism out, even though he's emboldened racist, which good, good. Nah, no. And I hope you feel strong enough to say everything you need to say. Are you done? Because you're fixing to be done. (laughs) <laughs> cool. Cool. Say everything you need. I love it when people say like mouth diarrhea and they just say way too much and I don't mm-hmm. say anything and you and I just let you go. Oh, cool. All of that are still more. Cool. What else? Right. Um, but take that out. Let's take that out. He said fucked up shit just about women. Mm-hmm. He said fucked up shit about disabled people. He talks shit about them, like it are just like every group that someone could belong to, except for straight white Christian males. He has said the most outrageous shit. So in the 3D, Trump is a clown. He's offensive. We watch him. Me and my husband watch him like a comedy show. We just yes. watch Trump and we just yeah. laugh. And so usually I'm not, usually I'm not, a, am not triggered by him because I think he's hilarious in such an awful way. He's like dark comedy. He's like someone telling, yeah. telling tellin a joke about rape. Not everyone's going to get it, but there's a punchline to it and I got it and it was funny. Not what happened, but what you said, right? Right, right. But that day I don't know what it was that someone it, it they were they, they they it was like a long fucking post about it and and they just had all these different attributes to him and I thought I must be it it must be me. I must be insane. I it has to be me. What what's wrong with me that that you can see this and I see something completely different. So who is someone, someone's wrong here. Who is it? Right. So I just was really, and then, and then the more I thought about it, and I thought back to what Trump says and what he represents. And then I thought, if you believe this, what do you think of me in my head? Right. Yeah. What, what, how do you feel about me? and us and the other black and people of color in this group where we're above racism I feel in my head at that time it, you know we we're we're on a different level and we're and we're all on this same level of insanity that no one else can understand right and, and we're a community, and we're a family. And yes, you got people out in your family who are fucking nuts, bonkers, right? <laughs> They're just, but you love them anyway. So I was trying to be—I was trying to be in that space all the time, right? But then you did a live. Maybe it was a—I I can't remember. But I posted on Patreon because you were talking about the QAnon, and and then it was just something unloaded in me and i I didn't realize how upset i truly was at all of this culmination of you you support trump he doesn't support me obviously you don't support me so i just got really upset right i just made all these connections and then i made my post in facebook and then everybody came and, and they ta would me and oh, we're so sorry, you know, we didn't and all of that. And that's great. I loved it. Thank you very much for making me feel welcome and seen. But do you see me? <laughs> it's like what I felt. It's like, you know, when people are like, Well, well, he just just uh just ignore him. Well, love to. Yeah. Would love to. Would love to in the higher dimensions where nothing but our souls matter, our energy. And we we don't have color. We don't have racism. We don't have all this ancestral shit. But right now I I have ancestral shit that even though it doesn't affect me on my day-to-day life, I'm pretty privileged in my life, but also still not. I right. still have to deal with when I go to work and I've never spoken to a guy before, a fucking janitor. And I put on my best, Susan, toodaloo. Hello. Excuse me. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he unlit on me in such a public way I and I I don't like public displays of of confrontation. I can't. If if you go off on me in public, uh I will retreat because I, first of all, I need to I need to gather myself because I might hit you. Because that's just right. the, like I don't even know what I'm going to do. So I just have to retreat and I was so embarrassed. And luckily, I had people surrounding me that heard Everything he said. I mean, he said I was threatening and he was terrified. And every time he's ever come into contact with me, I've been mean to him. I was like, I've never spoken to you before. This is my first time. And I was only asking you to replace the coffee. Just just need some coffee. That's all I said. Like, hey Tudulu, excuse me. Can we get some more coffee? And he unloaded on me. And after he said I threat that I was th- threatening to him. He then followed me into the elevator to further continue the conversation because I was trying to go downstairs to smoke a cigarette because I, I need a moment. What the fuck just happened? And it's never, racism, microaggressions don't usually happen in a public space. It's always something that's very personal And then you go to tell someone and then someone brushes it off and say, oh, well, I'm sure he didn't mean that. But he did it in such a public place that no one could deny this. He follows me into the fucking elevator and then mansplains to me his fucking janitor job. No offense to janitors, but also I know what the fuck you do. Okay, I don't need you to explain it to me. (laughs) Um, And so. So. I deal with that still and and i i think even my most closest friends they believe me now because i told them and they saw it but other moments when i've said things have happened they were like oh well i'm sure they didn't mean that and i'm always like fuck off okay fine you don't believe me so in this world in this 3d life i still am black and and it doesn't matter if 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 you don't see color Which are you blind or 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 you you have black friends and and all that other fucking shit. And and and, you know, that's not how you treat people. There are people out there who would harm me if given the opportunity. And they don't live in the five fucking D. They live on 3D This is where they at. My kids are still in 3D. You know what I mean? so right. i can't I don't have the option to just say, "Oh, does not resonate? I can do it now. I've gotten much better um at it. I'm moving right along moving if it if it, if it bothers me, I just push it along but um um it it does hurt when 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 you think someone doesn't understand right so you know, example, I've never been raped. I can't relate, never have it, had it, had it happen. But if someone tells me they were raped, I believe you. Right? I believe right. you. Never would I say, well, are you sure? Are you sure you didn't have some part to play in that? What the fuck? No, no, I know you didn't. Or you know whatever, and 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 what it feels like is someone just simply telling me, you m- misimagined what 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 you thought happened. I've been doing this shit all my life. I ain't misimagined shit. You right. didn't you didn't understand it, but I know what the fuck happened. I know what the fuck happened, and I tried to tell you, and you didn't believe me, and that hurt. That hurt. That hurts more than the racism is to be. Brushed to the side, you know. Right. Um, And that's what that QAnon thing felt like. It just felt like I'm going to put out anything that I want to believe, um, offensive or not. And that's your right. Okay, cool. But be cautious. Care. Especially in this community. You know. And that's, I think that's where my QAnon thing just really kind of went left for me. It was just a culmination of me thinking, I can't live in the fucking soberishville with you motherfuckers if you fucking believe in Trump. Like, what the fuck? I don't want to walk by and see Trump flags in soberville, soberishville, when when we all decide to go off the grid and move somewhere, you know? In my head, you know, I know yeah. it's, it's very, you know, that's, but just, that's just where I was. Like, I, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe if you, if you, if you think he's the savior. Now I have, right. been, I have been playing with, I, I, I got really fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> I got really fucking high one day and I was watching, watching fucking CNN. And um, it hit me, the QAnon stuff. It hit me. And I thought, okay, let me think about this. So there might so maybe there is some truth to it. I don't know if I believe in him being a savior. I think he's too stupid. But what if he's not stupid? <laughs> I told my friend Chelsea. And I was like, what if Trump is this master gen- mastermind genius that he has everyone think he's the stupidest person because he doesn't want anyone to know what he's doing, which is tearing down the shit. Or yeah. he's so he's such a bumbling fucking whatever that he's accidentally breaking the shit down. He doesn't even mean to. Right. And I so I don't believe him being a savior. What I think is, is he's like the Pink Panther. He's just an a idiot. He's just bumbling around. He's fucking shit up because he doesn't understand anything. And, um, he's tearing the shit down on the inside and it's just gonna, it, he, he was necessary. It was necessary yeah. to bring all of it out. We couldn't have known like even under Obama, he didn't really do much. Like what the fuck did he do? Nothing. But he, he made, he, he was so charismatic that he made you forget that nothing, nothing got fixed.
0: But yeah, that's what I loved. Uh, I loved listening to Obama talk. I mm-hmm. love like... You know, it was, uh, it was, it was a beautiful time. We all got to be calm and like, but nothing was ever going to change. These, these systematic issues were never going to change. The systemic racism wasn't any different. The, uh, the wealth inequity isn't any different. The classes and the schools are shit. The police, like none of that was ever going to change if we just kept getting presidents that we liked. Uh So when Trump got elected, I was like, oh shit, this is the beginning of the end because this is going to descend into utter chaos. I thought and, the this, same. and he is turning because there was something that bothered me about the government, which was everyone was pretending to be appropriate. If there were sex scandals, if you got caught being someone who wanted to fuck a prostitute or had like people were having to pretend not to be gay and all this <laughs> shit. And it's like nothing was authentic ever with the government. And what happened with trump was that he was like talking about grabbing by the pussy like out the gate and it's like okay well by the time he's done if if we still have presidents they can be real at least because this dude was way on the other side of it and so i saw him as like a necessary from a galactic standpoint Mm -hmm. I don't think this avatar has any idea what he's doing. It wouldn't surprise me if his higher self had set him onto utter idiot and then just let it bumble through. Because he is dismantling systems not through a like, uh, I don't think a conscious, because you would have to be a genius, but then again, look what Kanye just did. What the fuck? I (laughs) mean, (laughs) I mean, who fucking knew? I knew something. I thought Kanye was going through the awakening. Cause he kept dropping like God language. He kept dropping stuff that I was just like, but there was something that didn't feel true about his body language when he was around Trump, okay. you know, Trump, like it didn't feel true, but I was just like, Oh, he's going through the awakening. And he just like, he, you know, Um, but I loved to find out what it was. I loved it. But Kanye's, smart. And I just like, I don't, Trump doesn't feel smart to me, but I could see like where this QAnon thing meets up where if they are talking about his 5D self and his like higher dimension, like his, his higher dimensional self brought this, um, actual clown to sacred clown reality and to collapse the government because he's such a dipshit. Like I could totally see that. Um, and so this, I was kind of just in a, like, not like I don't like to get political, I knew he was going to destroy everything, and so I just knew he needed to destroy everything. i just the part of me that understands that like if you want to get this shit done in a couple of years, you have to let it collapse. You have to let this timeline collapse, and that's the arsenal in me that I was like, "Oh, this is fine. I think it's silly to think that he's the savior, but like uh, I just ignore it, and i have been I have been known to tell people to just ignore the government meaning don't assi- th- we are batteries for them because we are willingly being batteries for them and when you say the govern the elite just keep getting richer and we just they're so strong you're just making them more powerful either ignore right. them or overthrow them those are my like Bet. whatever yeah but i think this is an interesting conversation about privilege as as people are learning about privilege where i try to and this is a place where i missed i try to run things through the filter of privilege in my mind before i say i'm just ignoring this and i'm uh-huh. like okay well that's a privilege that i have based on how much of my trauma is this touching now obviously i'm a, a victim of sexual uh uh assault and but he doesn't trigger that for right i right. like you know he just doesn't yes um that doesn't mean that he doesn't for everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am, you know, uh, um, and then I'm privileged out of a lot of other things that he has, like, caused harm in. And so my kind of desire, I don't think we can all collectively live in any type of, like, city until we can manage to be in a Facebook group without (laughs) needing someone to run it. And so I am very resistant to putting rules in the Facebook group because then those are my rules and now I'm your authority and I don't want to be your governor. I Mm -hmm. want to, uh, like come up with wacky ideas and we try them out. Maybe they don't work. I'm a mouthpiece. I'm like a doula for this process. I don't want to be the boss of anything. And so I was kind of taking this and I still have taken this kind of, um, we have to like we have to sort that out among ourselves without a rule here, no Trump, so this is a great place to to look at, okay, so if you do believe this, I still am not judging that because, like we've just said, there could be some five d like higher dimensional thing y'all are tapped into, and he really is some like brilliant sacred clown that's fine yes, yeah, probably above us it's just a it's too above
1: us to be able yeah. to 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 see it i i can I can actively say. That I can see two trumps, what I think happened is that his higher his higher being put him on idiot, and the thing broke, yeah <laughs> and uh, and he can't yeah. get out of it and he can't get out of it, but also he's a pure narcissist, which is why I have a problem with the savior thing, yeah, N- not that I couldn't imagine some awful person b- being the person who could save us or whatever, like why do we need a savior I don't know but He's so outrageous, which is what makes me question everything now. Like, he's so outrageous, and he's either the smartest person that knows that his base is so dedicated to him that he could say anything. Right. And it won't matter. And you're and and just like we talk about our collective and the split, he has a collective. Yep. And a split. Um, I'm not offended so much by him anymore because I have taken your, your, your advice of 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 just being above it, you know. Uh so the QAnon doesn't bother me so much anymore, but I had to really work through that. I mean, I really had to just dig deep and like what was bothering me about it. It was it was me. It was me. I was bothered by it because I just assumed that like most Trump supporters that that just clearly means you're racist. Like someone tells me they're a Trump supporter, I immediately we're we're done. There's nothing else we can talk about. Yeah. We can't yeah. possibly talk about anything else. We can't agree. But I do have friends I've known 25 fucking plus years who are Trump supporters. They fucking love me. So, I just really had to I had to take out my brain i guess of what that means i still think that if you're a trump supporter you're likely insane you have to be you have a mental disabilities somewhere we don't know what they are and and that's okay if he resonates with you pow- power to you cool yeah. um but it i feel was like me. there's a
0: difference between maga and q in that uh and i i uh i do feel like if somebody was doing maga posts in Silver so i don't think it would ever happen but i think i would i would just pull those posts down because what the fuck are you doing in here but i feel like Like, how how did you find this (laughs) yeah i mean like where you're not awake yet right but like i feel like and not to say that like political beliefs but i mean like fundamentally if you think we're going to make america great again by any then like you're, You're insane. probably not listening to this podcast. We yeah. believe ourselves to be galactic cats in here. You know what I mean? Um, but I feel like Q is either, uh, and I don't know a ton about it, but it's either a projection onto, uh, now the aliens did tell me at the beginning of COVID, they said he could, there is a timeline where Trump is the hero here mm-hmm. and he completely restructures the country to kind of just to get an attaboy But we are too attached to his role as the villain to let him change right now. And that's absolutely true. And I could think of, and and it was a very small window. And I saw his, like, his, like, countenance soften and his voice change. And I was like, oh, shit. he Because we really can just, like, change roles in this thing. But uh, it was a very short window and we did not take it. But, um, yeah, I feel like Q people are either projecting their like some other character onto him or they really are just tapped into some timeline that we don't um, know about. For sure. The interesting thing here is, and just to think about, is if we want to be part of a collective, and I know uh, I talked about Interdependence Bill of Rights as a way to try to get people to unemesh, okay? Because people are like, you owe me this, or they are thinking, I can't move in my life because I owe this person this, and so I did this very, like, black and white, like, boom, here are the solid boundaries. You don't owe anyone anything. They don't owe you anything as a way to kind of unemesh. But if you want to be in a romantic relationship with someone or in a family with someone or in a collective with them, those are the fundamental truths to, like, keep you from ameshing. Sure, you don't owe anyone anything. But do you love this person? You know? Do you want to like let them be heard and let them be seen? And if there's trauma connected to this person, um, to a bunch of people in this group have trauma that they're still working through around this person... What makes us want to put a post in this group that's mostly triggering for people and make them deal with it? Why do we want to do that? There are entire groups dedicated to Q. Q, So, what, like, and I'm not sure, and to be, and I want to make sure to say for the people who believe in Q, who listen to this podcast, I hope this doesn't sound overly judgmental. uh, And I do have space for people's beliefs um and i also don't remember specifically who we're talking about sometimes i, I, mean I use it. everything as an example that i experience and then i think people give me way too much credit for remembering who i was talking about i don't I, my memory's 3 seconds long so i don't Same. know specifically who we're talking about <laughs> and this yeah. is not this is not a value judgment on them at all. It, just, it, it is a great example of a place where we might have privilege and not realize or like be part of a collective. If we want to be part of a collective, we are trying to find this balance, and I'm not claiming to know it yet, where we have space for each other without holding each other emotionally hostage. Yeah, And when it comes to uh, the balancing of white supremacy, and this was something that came up and then I have to go do a live in a second, but I want to get into this more on a podcast. Currently, if there's like scales of justice, white people as a result of colonization and the way that the society is structured and, and the PR campaign that is media that we grew up with, everything stacked in our favor. Uh-huh. When I go buy makeup and it says nude, it's white, white skin color. Uh-huh. Uh, when I grew up, every superhero I ever saw was white. Most of the government officials I ever saw was white. The Like when I saw black people in media, I saw, I was, I, they were painted as, uh, things to be afraid of, um, criminals, the war on drugs was a, was a huge scam, um, we're all hypnotized and programmed to believe all of these things. It's deeply, deeply embedded in us. And the society is structured in a way our school districts are structured in a way, the money, like everything is structured to give us everything at the gate. And I'm someone who like grew up poor addict parents had to build my stuff from everything. And I still had it. Like I Mm -hmm. still had that privilege. I still had a society set up to let me have this victorious. I built myself up from nothing. Uh That if that's on scales, those scales are way out of balance and you cannot have interdependence while those scales are out of balance because interdependence is inherently everyone is an autonomous being. Well, if I live in a society where I am given everything and you aren't like your stuff is taken and given to me, I'm not an autonomous being. I'm a person sitting around with half of your shit. Uh So I do owe you something. I do. We do. Men did owe something like the society, the patriarchal society was structured around men and they do have to give things back to women. Uh That is like all of these power imbalances before we move into this utopian society that we're all trying to get to the structure has to be returned. The power has to be returned. The autonomy. I can talk shit about autonomy because I'm over here with uh, a bunch of stuff that isn't mine. So yeah, easy for me to talk about autonomy. I don't owe anyone anything. I don't owe anything of mine to uh-huh. anyone, uh-huh. but I do owe you your shit back, uh-huh. you know? Um, and so that is something that like, I think people are trying to like figure out. And I thought I I started to get into it on interdependent bill of rights. And I think I got distracted. So I think I just say something about privilege and then move out. But these are the conversations that we as people in Ascension And higher dimensional reality have to figure out because we cannot go. I cannot move into six dimensional reality while I'm carrying boxes of someone else's shit. Uh Uh That's not how it works. So this is the biggest impediment to, uh, moving into the six dimensional reality, which is that like body of Christ kind of just like working collectively as one thing where everyone does what makes their heart sing. Everyone has to like, all of that energy has to be returned to its rightful place and authority and autonomy and power and reverence and all of these things, like all of that energy has to be returned. So this is, this is like, I would say the most, this is the pivot in the ascension. I think the, it's the mission right yeah. now
1: we can't move. We can't all move together because there are some We're some of us are still stuck. It would be like, you know, I don't know if you ever watched Never Ending Story. It was my favorite movie in the world when Artax died. Right. Saddest thing in the world. He got stuck in the the depressing mud and forest of sadness or whatever. And that's where we are. And and someone, you, other white people, whatever, have to reach back, link up. Like all of y'all got to link the fuck up. Somebody's got to hold on to a fucking tree. And someone has to reach out their hand and pull the rest of us out of the mud because we don't want to be there. And right. the the thing that I think people miss is that you know, b- black people. And now I, I I'm speaking for the collective of black people, although I'm not the representative, but I'm maybe just for myself. Um, we don't want your guilt. We. We don't want you to feel bad because of what your ancestors did to our ancestors. What we want is for you to acknowledge it, to bring it forth, to move out of the darkness and to simply say, hey, we're sorry those assholes treated you like shit, treated your people like shit. I'm sorry my grandfather likely raped your grandmother and 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 and. And we're we're sorry about that, and we're gonna do everything we can to just balance the scales. That's it. No, no one wants. I don't want people. People really this white privilege thing really gets them stuck because they think it's a money thing, and it's not. I've had to tell this to many people. the The word privilege is what's got you stuck because you think money. Yeah. And 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 if you compare lives, my childhood was 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 great. I I in lives I grew up privileged. You would say you did not. But that doesn't mean that there aren't barriers that someone is actively fighting to keep us not being equal. Right. And and until just a majority of white people just say, "You know what? This is fucked." And we're not gonna do this anymore. That's it, that's it. It's, it's gonna be very hard to take away every single little bit of racism because I believe, I mean, just our society is just built upon um, prejudice and stereotypes and all sorts of things. And some of that shit is true. For every race, there is some fucked up shit that is fucked up and true, but it shouldn't be the thing that you see when you see someone. And it also shouldn't be the thing that harms me in the middle of the street when someone who's supposed to stop me for a fucking traffic violation or whatever, and then n- now I'm fighting for my life. That that's, that's it. All we want is to just matter. That's it. Just matter. Yeah. You know, the smallest amount, that's the lowest that you can be at is matter. We're, we didn't even ask to, Black people are equal. We didn't even say that. We just said Black people matter. Black lives matter. Our lives matter. No, <laughs> nothing else even right now at this point. Just matter. That's it. And and until a majority of people believe that we matter, we won't be able to move up as a collective. Like so, I, I mean, I posted in some of my other private groups, I, my other groups, and I was posting um, things, and and they deleted it. They deleted it. So I left. Okay, cool. I get it. You don't, you don't agree. Um, that all lives matter shit. Unacceptable. Cause all lives don't matter. If they did, you guys wouldn't fight about every fucking thing under the fucking sun, gay rights and all this other shit. Cause if they all mattered, they'd matter. And I think that in order for us to truly ascend, which I can't wait for it to happen. I can't wait for us to be beyond racism and race, I'd love it. No one wants to live in a victimhood that, oh, I'm black, so I can't have anything. I didn't grow up like that. And I don't know why people think that that's what black people think. Like there are millions of black people who do not think that they are victims, but we do know we are oppressed. It's, yeah. we, we all agree on that. And once we all agree in the spiritual community, um, that it's not just white voices that should be heard, but it's Latino voices, it's Asian voices, it's black voices, it's Hawaiian voices, all the voices. Then we will make a. then we'll be able to truly ascend because then color won't matter. And then right. you can say, oh, well, I don't see color, you know, because you don't, you see energy.
0: Right. Yeah. It is it is a uh and I have to go cuz I'm late for this um live this was amazing. I can't wait to put this out. Um yeah, let's finish this conversation uh or or have a continuation of this conversation uh moving forward. I think we are going to pass through this energy if everyone can keep their heart open. Um I am like so far, feeling I'm always chronically optimistic, but I am so far feeling pretty optimistic about our ability to uh, make like substantial change. Yeah. In the collective consciousness, right I agree. Now.
1: I agree, and I think
0: I've never I felt wanna...
1: more happier
0: or oh. or
1: or or uh, I don't I don't know if happy's even the word. I've never felt more uh, free. And it was really you. It was you and Lacey's podcast that made me go, okay, I fuck with her. Like I fucked with you before, anyway, right? Talking about aliens. That's my shit. That's my thing <laughs> I'm, right. Like, what the fuck is she talking about? Aliens. This is it, right? But it was when you did that podcast that I knew, okay, I this is this is safety. I'd never had that before. And 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 even having this podcast, just being able to just be completely open and you're not like, well, you know, clutching your pearls and everything is is so freeing because it's we just want to get to the same place. I just want to get right. to where you are. Right. I want to be able yeah. to ignore some shit that don't fucking resonate with me because uh, beyond it. um, And we're getting there. We are getting there. We're We're doing a great job in the words of Trump we're doing this yeah. is a great day.
0: We are really doing a great job and I want to uh I'm always so impressed with the soberish uh community and I'm like endlessly honored that this is I got to be a part of this but just watching even the difficult conversations, even the tense conversations around this uh as people are kind of learning and becoming aware of uh things like white fragility and uh systemic racism and stuff. Cause there are a lot of people who just didn't know is they're becoming aware the space that everyone is holding for people to learn and grow. Um, you know, I also follow a lot of comedians. They're not really doing that <laughs> for each other and just, um, even, Yeah. I don't know. I, I, uh, I love, I love to be a part of this moment. I love to see what's happening. And, uh, we're only like a few weeks into this revolution and I feel like, Oh my God, I don't, I don't think we're even going to recognize this world in a year. And I I am fucking so excited about it. Um, where can people find you? And is there anything we can promote for you? Um, yeah,
1: I'm not, I'm not into all of that. You can find me right. on Facebook, <laughs> Lily Dominique. Um, I think I have an Instagram. I'm pretty sure it's something like Pink Ravenclaw, Wiccan something or another. I don't know. Um <laughs> <All> <laughs> have, right. You can just, you know, Facebook me. I'm, I'm always there. I love being in the soberish group. It's like home. It feels like family. So that's where I'm at.
0: I love it. All right. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to go do this uh, this Patreon live right now. So uh, y'all know where to find me. I'm not doing readings anymore. Uh, I will do readings when I feel like doing readings and I'll announce it the day of. So follow me on Instagram or be in the Soberish group to get those announcements. But other than that, I'm going to focus on Imagination Projects, uh, you know, my other stuff. Thank you so much. Tell cool. them I said hi. All right. Love you. Bye. Have a great night. Bye.